This is a test of the Casual FC broadcasting system. Do not be alarmed. There's an update. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to hold it in. I was I was losing it. Welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview pod. I'm your host, Mario Salzar, with the entrepreneurial, that's a hard (laughs) word to say, (laughs) co-host Angela Morales. It's so hard we can't say it, and I sure as heck can't spell it. That like there's too many vowels in Star- entrepreneurial. Starts with an E, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 So we're we're back. It's still January. It's but, you day ninety seven of January. <laughs> but we're we're getting ourselves through this off season. Can't wait to get into the regular mode of covering all these things that are going to be coming up this season. But first things first. First thing that happened for the NWSL was the draft, or as it was formerly called, the college draft. (laughs) And it took place in Anaheim this year, which meant a bunch of Angel City fans and San Diego fans could have gone. It was free. And guess who was there? Me! Boom. Eva and I went down to Anaheim for the weekend. Like, I took off work early. I, like, worked a half a day. She picked me up and we just like jetted out to Long Beach as fast as we could. Got a hotel for the weekend. So we just were able to relax, have fun. She always like we had big plans, big, big plans to go to the draft. And then next day we were going to go to some games at Long Beach State. And then we woke up on Saturday and was like, do you want to just not do anything? (laughs) So we did. And then we, you know, like it was, it was worth it. I, you know, I'm not mad at you. That's always fine to be like, we had plans. And we're not going to do them. Yeah, I was just like, so both of us, so tired. And then the the funniest thing was that, and I didn't even tell you this before, like, our hotel room had a big king size bed. And we have a joke. It's like, oh, big bed. Like, I can stretch out with my long limbs and like, just being too tall for my own good sometimes. But they short sheeted us unintentionally. Like, the sheets on the bed completely like the different levels of blankets and all the things were not were for like a double or like a full size bed or a queen size bed but the thing is is that (laughs) on the side of the bed i was sleeping on was the side where nothing connected to the corner like so i woke up like tangled in sheets probably six different times and i'm just like whatever (laughs) it was hysterical and she's like like, let's just go, like, we'll go tell housekeeping or, like, whatever. I was like, no, because I don't want anybody to feel bad. Like, whatever. Like, it's not that serious. <laughs> it was it was funny. But the cool thing was that mo- that next morning after the draft, like, our, the hotel we were at had, like, a breakfast bar thingy. And so we're just, like, getting food so tired, like, just incredibly dehydrated. One of those where it's, like, you know where you see those women in old like silent movies where they put their hand on their forehead and faint. Like that was us just like so feeble, but Eva's <laughs> going to get breakfast and I'm just sitting at our table, like staring into the wind, just like, Whoa, I'm so tired. And I had a sweater that my mom got me for Christmas and it said, it has like a cute little saying on it. And these women at like, they're older women. They're like, Oh my gosh, what does your sweatshirt say? It's so cute. And they're like, oh, what are you in town for? Are you here for a trip? And I was like, oh, no, the Women's Soccer League, like, their draft was last night in Anaheim, so we weren't down for it. And now we're just kind of, like, hanging out. And they're like, oh, you like soccer? And then this woman, like, one of the, the couples, is like these two older couples who are getting ready to go on a cruise. And they're like, oh, my God, my daughter plays soccer. She loves me a hand, blah, blah, blah. And, like, so we started talking soccer. And I was like, I'm going to go grab some stickers from my hotel room give me like two minutes and i just like bolted down the hallway (laughs) eva's like where are you going i was like i gotta get stickers (laughs) and then after that like they were so excited they followed like the lady's daughter followed the podcast like they were so pumped 
but they're just really sweet and they were so happy to know that like there's advocates for women's sports still and i was like these late like it was so cute and the the like husbands were just like confused at first and then i like i said something like you can put me in front of a tv and i will watch just about any sport that's on and i can probably tell you more than i should know about it <laughs> and one of the guys like asked me like some random sports question and i just answered it and he's like oh you weren't kidding and it was very funny <laughs> they're like like not grilling me in the way that like dude bros do it where they're like oh name 10 people on this team but it was like are you for real for real and it was just really cute and they were really sincere and you know they they had a i wish them like you know happy sales on your cruise whatever and legitimately we just went back to the hotel room and like i've dozed off i think i took two naps like it was we were exhausted because the draft started at 4 p.m we're like that's when you could go in we met up with a bunch of friends, like through different supporter groups. Like we were hanging out with Jackie from women kick balls who uh, spoiler alert, we get to interview. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Um, we had a blast, but it was like, it took forever. We were there from 4 PM. Like we got into the convention center a little bit early. So like three 30 really. And we left at 10, 10, 15. Because we didn't get back to our hotel till like 10.30. Eva drops me off so I can go check in. Goes to in and out around the corner. Like, we were like, I need sustenance. <laughs> but it was, oh, it was so much fun. And, like, to be in this room. And honestly, like, we'll, we'll put together, like, a reel of videos and pictures and stuff. Because the atmosphere, the vibe, like, it... It was so much fun. You walked into this. Like, I've been to the convention center in Anaheim for a bunch of different things. Actual conventions, basketball games, all sorts of stuff. But in the room that this was in, you walk in, it's dark. There's NWSL logos all over the place. There's, like, blue, pink, red lights. Like, it was so, so cool. You've got a stage with, like, Jordan and Jelly. Like, just, you have the, the broadcast stage. You have DJs who were playing the best mixes <laughs> it was the ultimate like millennial just goodness we were hanging out like i said with jackie from women kickballs tori from rebellion 99 a couple other people we've met like it was it was so much fun and we were like oh we're all the same age like you can tell you can oh, tell yeah. the, the the elder millennials in the group in the room yeah. but they had all when, the tables set out for the anytime teams. there's a dj and music comes on when you yeah. see the group of people vibing yeah, and, like that's that's the age group. Like, there's there's the age group, and then another song comes on, and then that group goes like, "What the hell?" And then the <laughs> other group starts vibing. Then you're like, "All right, there's there's the there's the islands. Yeah. There they are." It was wild too, because in the first round, yeah, first round, San Diego had a pick, and like they had I had five screens, and the two on the outer, like it was you know one two three four five. The one in the middle had our logo. With like the the clock is is ticking <laughs> and it's like counting down and then San Diego logos everyone everyone in that room was freaking out just completely. I remember like, you texting me thinking like we traded for a first round pick or something. Like, did we just trade? Like nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's like, wait, no, they just messed up. Like we are not the same team. <laughs> of all teams to mix up to have it be San Diego and us was insane. The, the fans, like, there was a bunch of people from Poderosas, um, uh, Pandemonium, Rebellion. I don't know if there was any from the other, like, Valkyries or Mosaic. I think Mosaic was there. Val- Valkyries were there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like... I think I think, I think all of them. I think all of them were, were represented in some way. Relentless was there also. Um, oh, yeah, then everybody was there. Yeah, just because, you know, I'm sitting at home scrolling through, through <laughs> Instagram, like, following all, you know, following all their accounts and stuff and seeing, like... All the videos posted, I was like, dang, I want to yeah. be there. And it was wild. Like, we went, Eva was like, I'll stay here. I'll, like, you know, hold our seats. And so a few of us go over to where their red carpet is and they're taking pictures and stuff. The next thing you know, I'm having like an in depth conversation with Julia Ehrman, just, just the owner of the team. Ended up talking to the other Angela, um, <laughs> Angela Hucleis Mangana. And she is just, wow she has such an aura about her like the way julie's just like bam 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 like making big moves doing the thing super pumped angela is so chill 
<laughs> I introduced myself to her. I was like, I just like as another Angela, I just wanted to say hi and like let her know you're doing a fantastic job. And she was just like, Oh my god, another Angela. We told like Eva and I told her about the podcast, and she was just like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I give out a ton of stickers. The the draft picks were were great. So like when in the third round, our first pick was Felicia Knox, and like everybody just hooting, hollering, having a good time. And she was there and she was the one of the three of ours who was there, which is really cool because I don't think she quite understood that all of the rowdy fans were from angel city because she gets up on stage, goes and talks to Julie. And then a couple of the different angel city reps come over to like, they like heard us all. They're like, you go, go over there to the red carpet We'll meet you over there in two minutes. We just got to get her through the press and everything. And we're like, what? They're like, go big family picture. And we're like, oh, okay. So we all like just huddle up on the red carpet. And this poor, sweet, like innocent 22 year old or however old she is, like walks up and sees easily 75 people. Like, woohoo! everybody's cheering for her. Like, what the heck? And so she's like, she's literally trying to thank everybody for being there. And we're like, no, girl, this is your moment. Not, not ours. Like you, you enjoy this. So sweet. So gracious. Like just so, so overwhelmed. Eva looked at me at one point and was just like, oh, this poor girl. I was like, I know there's so many of us. <laughs> I mean, she got decked out in supporters gear from, I think three or four different supporter groups. It was just, it was so cool. And it, the reception was so nice. The other two picks. So we went in with pick 37 and 51 and we traded $15,000 of allocation money to get a second pick in the fourth round, which sounds, that's a lot of numbers. So third round was our first pick. And then the funny thing is we were like, are we going to stay? Are we going to go? And like by this point, cause we had been in the back for so long it already gone into the fourth round and we're like, oh, okay, like, I don't know. It's like seven more picks until our next one. Everybody's just drained by this point. It's like nine o'clock. And then all of a sudden, like the graphics come up and it's like, there has been a trade or something like that. Like, dun, dun, dun. The lights change. Like it legit. It felt so legit. Was it and, a little, was it a little like, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, yes. dun, 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 dun. and then like yeah. the lights flashing. Yeah. There was, there were sound effects. It was great. But they're like, I don't even know who we got the money from anymore. I think it was Portland, but it was like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's monopoly money, <laughs> it's allocation money, who knows? But they're like, there's been a trade. Angel city traded 15,000 allocation money to what other, whatever other team, I don't know for the 42nd pick, I don't whatever number it was. And then we picked up Jessica Garziano from St. John's. So Felicia went to Alabama. She's a midfielder. So, woo, midfield. Jessica Garziano, also midfielder, <laughs> went to St. John's. And then, so we're like, it, the funniest thing is Eva and I were like, do we leave? Like, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm tired. You know, like, it's that time of like, <laughs> we're so close to the end of this. But at the they same time, like. They told me this would like, end at a certain time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, I had to work for half a day. And then, like, it was just a really long day by that point. Um, Excuse me. Soccer matches are 90 minutes. right we talked about this with the angel city kicks like there's a time limit for this we know how this goes yeah but we're sitting there and all of a sudden you know like the the lights going dun 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 the trade and we're like oh crap well now we gotta stay like because then it was all of a sudden like well we don't know if she's here if the pick is here we want to cheer for them you know like it's the same kind of thing we don't want to just like be like woo congratulations i'm tired (laughs) (laughs) and so when that second like surprise pick came in it was like well now there's only four more until our last pick we're what's the point like we have to stay yeah you just might as well stay yeah and we were gonna go to the after party and i think everyone was like just toast at that point (laughs) including including the team oh i was also wearing my undetweeted or undetweetable shirt because it was cold and I had a hoodie on and I wanted to make sure that you could see it. Yeah. And oh, that, that one is, that one's a little vertical. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit more upright. And when I was talking to Julie, she was like, what does your shirt say? And I was like, oh, under tweetable. And she was like, 
where did you get that? And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's podcast merch. Oh, and she's we like, made who's it. Yeah, no big deal. And she was like, who's podcast? And my friend Alex just goes, hers? Like, just pops in <laughs> out of nowhere. Just like, it's her podcast. And Julie's like, what? And then she took a picture of me and sent it to Becky. Because she was like, guys, this girl. And I was like, oh, my God. The nice thing, too, with Julie was that she's part of an organization that I'm also part of, and she was given an award last year, so I got to congratulate her for that. And it was just a really nice conversation. I'm really, I'm grateful, like, for women like this who are so approachable, so, like, comfortable talking to fans. There were a few other team owners who were there that you were like, oh, you don't know what it's like to be around real people. (laughs) <laughs> we were sitting behind the new owners for the the Portland Thorns. And the the head owner, it's like a family, and the the wife, mom, female part of this group get, was up on stage. And then I just hear somebody goes, "She looks like a Disney villain." And it's like, <laughs> if this is the agenda to get these all these powerful women who look like they could be like movie villains into these roles we're here for it. Like she had on this red furry jacket, like bleach blonde hair. Like it was funny. <laughs> I found out some, some other things that happened with them earlier from the security guard. Cause we were chatting it up. So I got the cheese made, but that is not for public consumption. Cause I'm not <laughs> trying to talk too much shit, but seeing like these owners are just stupidly rich like these women are so incredibly rich and they don't exist in real life michelle king like floated through the masses (laughs) at one point like we saw her eating food and one i don't even remember who said it just leans over and goes she eats the food of the peasants they're regular people because apparently she had somebody who opened doors for her and we were all like i don't understand like what is that level of money she looks like she just floated i see it like i i i see that she would have this like i don't touch doors <laughs> yeah i mean she yeah, walks a, like, she, she walks around with like essentially a cape she walks around with like a, yes. like the jacket on top or or yeah, is it literally the jacket a cape? where you don't put your sleeves in yeah exactly sometimes it's actually a cape but sometimes yeah. it's that I don't put my sleeve, my arms in the sleeves. Like, I don't know. That's a, that's a different level. I, <laughs> that is not normal people rich. That is rich, rich. But yeah. I mean, her, she had on like a, a black outfit or maybe it was Navy and I couldn't tell because the lights, but had all these like embellishments. And then she had a Washington spirit cape jacket, cape situation. Like it was wild. But when we, Oh, I think it was Utah who we made that money trade with because when it happened, somebody from like pandas or, or somebody that was on that side of the aisle just went like, thanks bestie to a rod. Who's the coach of Utah. And she just started cracking up. Like they were having a good old time, the Utah party, but yeah, it was, it was a blast. If wherever the draft is next year, I really hope we can go like together, but (laughs) also like in general, I will go. Because it it was just so much fun. It was it was nice. We like I said, Jackie was there and she just kept popping back and forth and we were cracking up. Like it was just so silly and so much fun. We got to say hi to Panda and Nina from Angel City Chicks and it was nice having this community within the community. And it was just it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's really what we're all here for and that's why we you know Yeah, that's why we do what we do. It's it's fun to see the 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 IRL versions of a, yeah. <laughs> of the people that you talk to online all the time. So yep. and because you guys because we all have this shared passion. Um, yeah, absolutely. It was just it was a blast, and like you're getting to talk to people that are like, oh, what do you do? Who's your favorite team? Like, what's this? What's that? That like the security guard was like, who are you affiliated <laughs> with? And I was like, nobody. I'm just mm-hmm. here for fun. But yeah, it was, it was solid. It was a good time. So our third and final pick was Madison Curry, who is a defender and she played at Princeton. And the funniest part was that when they announced her, my tiny little five foot tall girlfriend, Eva 
jumps up and just goes new jersey because she's from new jersey (laughs) and we have a joke that like in every draft of any sport any playoff run something new jersey is always like sneaking in there messing things up like monmouth university went pretty far a couple years ago for and then in then the ncaa tournament i mean gotham won and they play in new jersey they can claim new york all they want but that team is just in new jersey well they they <laughs> secondary claim new york they they they're the new jersey new york Gotham. that's fair so that's fair they're real they're real <laughs> all right yeah, so, so just, it was oh it was just so good so i was totally jealous about all of this so on <laughs> you went on friday on sunday i decided to go down to anaheim except i took the kids we surprised took them to california adventure and spent the day at <laughs> at the parks so we honestly when you texted me about it even i were like do we go and i was like you do should you have. have the energy to go and she's like no yeah that's another thing is getting you know we had the energy to go yeah kind of i mean that bed <laughs> that bed was rough the night before but but yeah so i was down in anaheim that weekend also but just to kind of bring everybody back up to speed on what happens to these draft picks, right? We we pick three players. There's a whole lot of wheeling and dealing for other teams, and they got picks, multiple picks. So yeah, players that are drafted are automatically put onto the senior roster, right? Onto the, the roster of whatever team they got drafted on. Really, what being drafted means is that the team that drafted you gets your signing rights. They're the ones that get to sign you to a contract and no one else is allowed to like pickpocket and like steal you from them. So players get to go to spring training, which spring training begins today, today. through the 29th. It has to start between this week, essentially. Doesn't mean that today's all the 22nd, teams... Yeah, also, today's the 22nd. We're recording on 22nd. So spring training starts, could start up today, Anytime during this week, teams will start, you know, gathering their people. I think there's already been videos of like a couple of, of Angel City players like in the in the weight room and training and like mm-hmm. checking out their like balance and all that good stuff, which means they're probably full on in training now. Yeah, they're doing all their physicals and metrics and everything, like the start of the season stuff where it's like did you do anything in the off season or did you like, <laughs> how hard did I've, you train? I've, I've sent you that, that video of like the UFC fighter. I think he's like, I don't know. He's like Irish or something. And then like the, the, the reporter is asking him cause he's like post match, just downing, like scarfing, like oh, a yeah. big old giant piece of pizza. <laughs> and then he's like, aren't you gonna, don't, don't you miss that, that six pack? He's like, Look, I'd rather be fat and happy than, you know, boring and ripped. (laughs) Yep. That's me during the off season or (laughs) during the season too. So it's all good. (laughs) So yeah, players get to go to spring training. They get to train with the team, but they have, the team has 60 days to either make them an offer, trade them. They are a player essentially, so they can be traded to another team. Or get waived and say, you know, peace be with you and so long. <clears throat> so that's 60 days from the start of training. So basically the, the timer has started. Yeah. So this kind of sucks. I mean, all of this is great. They get to train. They get to show what they're made of, all of that stuff. But also it sucks where if the players actually decline, right? Say you get the offer and you're like, I'm going to walk. No, thank you. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. What actually, so you can say that, say you got like, say one of these players got an offer from a Liga MX team or a team in Europe and they decided, hey, I'm going to go play over there instead. The team that drafted them actually gets to keep their rights for three years. That's a like, long time. Team, team, three years. Okay, so... The team, if the team did offer a contract and they declined it, the team gets to retain their rights for three years or however long the contract offer was. So if they got a one-year contract with a one-year option, they get to keep their rights for two years, right? Mm -hmm. If the team never even got to offer anything, but they decided to bounce, 
the team automatically gets to keep their rights for three years. So kind of that's the kind of downside of the whole draft, right? Like you're entering and you're like, they're going to keep my rights. <clears throat> you can't leave to a team or, or you can't leave to say Liga Emekis, try it out. Say you get dropped in a year, you decide to come back to the NWSL. You don't get to sign for whoever you want. You actually have to go back to your original team. Mm-hmm. So with all of that, countdown has started 60 days from now. There needs to be a decision. So teams can have up to 40 players on their senior team roster that are training with them. But they have to declare all of them by January 29th. These three picks are going to be on that 40-player roster. By February 26th, that roster now needs to be cut down to 32. And by 313, a team roster can only be from 22 to 26 players, has to be formally submitted to the NWSL. So we'll know. Yeah, because that's opening weekend, the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. We'll know know by then or before what the fate of these players might be. So let's get to know our players a little bit. Yeah. So Felicia Knox, the coaching staff, like the the FO folks that were there all said in like the post pressers and everything, we did not expect her to still be available in the third round. And I was like, ooh, what does that mean? Because that's like a, oh, th- she's a sleeper pick then. She's cool. Pick. So they, they were they were like gunning for her. They were like, all right. Yeah, because they were excited. Like, you know, they, they have a little paper like that says like the pick is in, blah, blah, blah. They have a name. Like they were the second, like that, that turnaround was so fast of the clock is ticking like Angel City. It was like the pick is in. Well, I mean, also just to give a little context, there was about like 240 some players that submitted their names. Basically, you know, like, (laughs) as we said, the Goblet of Fire, you put your name in (laughs) and hoping to be part of this. Somebody screams your name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But only 56 picks, right? Out of those four rounds, only 56 players are going to be picked. So... You know, that's that's already tough odds already there. That's why not all the players are there physically, right? Like the fact that right. Felicia was there, you know, she was gunning for it. She had that confidence and good on her because she got picked. Yeah. So And her family was there. It was really, it was just so sweet. She walked around this corner and just looked at this herd of like this mass of people and just was like, you saw that like, oh no, like on her face. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> I did I did see the picture get posted. I don't remember who posted up first. It was, you know, mm-hmm. some of the supporters groups or maybe it was a retreat from Angel City or something. But there was yeah. the picture of all of you and then I'm like, "Wait, Angela, she she's right Yeah, there. we were like right in the middle. <laughs> Cuz I knew where like it was one of those where I'm like, I'm going to position myself where I think the middle of this picture should be, which is underneath this one specific logo. And that's how pictures are taken. I just happen to know things sometimes. But let's let's talk about Felicia for a little bit. So like I said, she's a midfielder who went to Alabama. It was really funny. As soon as they announced it, you just hear roll tide from like 10 people. And she looked like, yeah. <laughs> she yeah, has been awarded so many different things in her time at Alabama. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown of all of this because it's major. So... She was a 2022 All-American, which, dang, already. Sticking in 2022, she was also the SEC Midfielder of the Year. Like, for the SEC Conference. And that's, like, the SEC is such a powerhouse conference in every sport. Basketball, football, soccer. Like, literally everything. The SEC is, they got money. (laughs) Yep. And then being Midfielder of the Year, I mean, singles off the high, you know? insane and then she was also named the women's college cup all tournament team and the csc academic all-american team member of the year she was an academic all-american in 2022 so for those of you who don't really know like all-american means that you're like top you know cream of the crop top of everything in your sport when you're an academic All-American, that means I think it's a 3.5 GPA. Like, you have to maintain a 2.0 base level for the NCAA. 
You're good. Depending on what school you go to and your sport, the bare minimum, and that's all you got. That's all the only boxes you have to check. Majority of schools require more than that of like a 2.5, 2.75, 3.0. Like you have to try, you know, showing up will help you. Most likely you'll pass. But to be an academic All-American and just an All-American in the same year is really difficult because that means you're performing on the pitch and in the classroom at the same like level, which bonkers. Felicia also holds the Alabama career record. Like she holds the assist record for the university of Alabama. And she set the record in single season assists and single season assists per game. That's hard. Like, (laughs) To keep the That's, average up, like yeah, you to keep the average up so high that you set the assist per like the average, you set the average, and that's the record, along with like just having the most single that season assists. That ever. just means that she was consistent, right? Like there was no spikes and drops. It was like she was absolutely consistent across the whole thing. Yeah. Apparently there was like a little knock, a little injury this last season that kind of messed with her a little bit, which is why she didn't put up the same numbers, but like, that's fine. It's there. You just gotta be healthy. So like, cool. With that said, 2022 and 2023 season, she was named the first team, all SEC soccer, women's soccer team. So like, yeah, sign me up. We need a, we need a solid, solid midfield given who we've lost. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to have to, <laughs> but like losing Sav and Danny and Simone. I, uh, I news, so, news today. Yes. Yeah. The news broke today that Simone is going elsewhere and oh, I just wish her the best. She is the nicest person in the whole wide world, but we need a solid midfield. So I hope these kids come in and, you know, show them the ropes and really put up like what they can do to at least keep them on the practice squad because you never know what can happen. Over her career at Alabama, she played in 87 games. 84 of them she started. And over the course of that, she had 18 goals and 31 assists. So she's a playmaker. She's in the mix. She's in that I like mix, this. Basically. Yeah. I'm I'm down for this. I, I was excited. Like, no joke, the names were called We Were Googling. <laughs> immediately everybody's like where'd she go to school what'd she do what's her stats what position is it like blah, 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 like yeah. little buzzy bees everywhere i mean i was doing bedtime routine and then googling on the phone, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> definitely and then when it comes to jessica garziano she's another midfielder from saint john's and i think she's currently still a grad student there so you can kind of like if you finish your degree early but you're still you still have active years of eligibility you can just go to grad school at the same university. And a lot of times when you're an athlete, it's really like easy to do. There's a lot of combo programs you can enroll in all kinds of stuff, but St. John's is no joke educationally. Um, And to be drafted from like a school that is more known for academics than it is sports is dope. And two of these three women are, are the coming from schools like that. So Garziano, in her career at St. John's, she played 90 games, started 83 of them, had 22 goals overall and 32 assists. This last season, the 2023 season, she had 10 goals in just that season alone. So I don't know what happened, who graduated, what happened, what moves she made. But to score 10 goals in her last season and 22, over, like it's like three years, she scored 12 goals. And then boom, just like lit up the field her senior year. Like good for her. She knew what was happening, knew when to capitalize on it. She was ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then Madison Curry, who went to Princeton, she's actually from Orange County as well. So it was like Orange County, New Jersey, like it was like all these connections and it was, it was really great. So she went to Princeton and like, okay, Ivy League, (laughs) like no big deal. (laughs) She had been named, she was a three-time first-team All-Ivy League player, United Soccer Coaches All-East Region first-team and second-team, and then a United Soccer Coaches third-team All-American this last season. So 
she's putting up awards too, just in a different way because Ivy leagues are different too. And coaching it's different in every conference, but like this is major in her career at Princeton. She played 51 games, started 48 of them, three goals and four assists as a defender. So like she's, she's moving the ball. She's where she needs to be to help out her team. And I'm really excited to see what happens with these three women, whether or not they end up on the team. I don't know, but I hope that they are like kept within the ACFC realm in order to kind of grow their game and get called up when they're ready or end up with the team. I don't know. I just, I'm excited to watch them play. Yeah. At unfor- any time. Unfortunately, like I mentioned earlier, being a draft pick does not guarantee you a spot. So it's rough in these streets. Yeah. So out of those, you know, 200 plus players that put their name in the Goblet of Fire, and then only 56 got selected, even fewer are actually going to get contracts. Like that's, that's some, that's some hard numbers. So yeah, this is what. Welcome to women's sports. (laughs) (laughs) So for the 2024 season, all teams can have 22 players to 26 players on their final roster. I mean, I know we've had some big losses, but we've also kept a lot of our core team from last year's. Okay, so this is Angela and Mario coming to you from the future, future of when we recorded this podcast, present time now. (laughs) Um, Things are getting weird. Time means nothing. (laughs) So much has changed. We were trying to be... We were trying to be proactive. We were trying to be good podcasters and saying, hey, let's pre-record this and let's do our research and let's have it in the can and ready to go. Nope. And Angel City said, bet. (laughs) Bet. You thought. You Uh, thought you were being prudent and recording an episode a week early. You thought. You thought. Uh, We... You know it's bad when you're like, we should re-record this whole section. Yeah, yeah, we should. So you want to do that later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, we're gonna, yeah, immediately yeah. just like, yeah, so much has changed. So, so much has changed. We're back to re-record what we had because the details have changed. And they're very important details. So right now, what I'm going to go over is what our team looks like at the moment. Now, I did a breakdown of this when we recorded a week ago or a week and a half ago and everything's changed. So here's our current breakdown. We have three keepers, Anderson, Herichich, and our new signing from Japan, Hannah Stamba. Stamba? Stamba. 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 Yes. I think I'm going to go with Stamba until we hear otherwise or get a pronunciation guide. <laughs> okay. Then there we go. Three keepers. We've got eight forwards. And these are all people that we have signed, okay? We have eight forwards. We have Katie Johnson. We have uh, Clarice Lebion, Jasmine Spencer, Kristen Press, June Endo, Sydney LaRue, Casey Fair, our 16-year-old Korean like international superstar, Phenom. and Messiah Bright. Messiah Bright had an insane season. Insane. Yes. And like, that news broke at eight in the morning. <laughs> I literally like, let's hope my boss isn't listening to this, but I like something told me just like pull up Twitter like four seconds after I get to work. And I just looked at it and it updated and boom, right at the top, Angel City signs Messiah Bryce for $250 pretend money. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what? And, and a red what? and green Monopoly house. Right, right. Like, uh, I, I don't understand what's happening. Um, yeah, I like I called Eva because she was like, can you make sure I'm up by this time? Like, she she was sleeping in a little bit, but I'm not sleeping too late. And I called her and she was like half asleep. And I was like, we signed Messiah Bright. She woke up real quick. <laughs> it went from like, hey, to what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I was getting texts and I think I was driving to work. And you were like you texting were. me right away. And I was like, Cause it was me. Uh, yeah okay so those we've got eight forwards now we've got 
six in the midfield, which we were very concerned about our midfield um, during this offseason. Six six is a solid number, and we've got some really good high-pressing defenders, and we've got some good, like, low forward. Like, I think we're good. But Mm -hmm. we've got six midfielders. We've got Alyssa Thompson, Amadine Henri, Lily Nabet, Elizabeth Eddy, the our new additions, Maggie Daughtry Howard, and Rocky freaking Rodriguez. Yeah, I I feel like freaking is a real good middle name there because <laughs> for those of you who don't know who Rocky is, she's like the all time scorer for the Costa Rican national team. She's been up in Portland for the last few years. She's stupid good, like she is such a solid presence in the midfield that like the second that one broke a couple of our friends, like I think flew into the sky, like just elevate, like what yeah. is it? They oh, yeah. floated, they hovered, they just like, uh, oh, socials like blew up, like all the ACFC people, people that follow us, people we follow, like everything just was yeah, blowing supporter up. groups. Just yeah. everybody was like, rocking, rocking. like I think I, I had to walk outside at work because I was like, I need to, I, again, I was checking Twitter at my desk and I was like, I cannot be in this room. I, 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 hello, help. Like, and, and again, someone be excited with me, please. And, and that's what I'm here for. And that's exactly what it was, is like a true to our name. You're our expert. I'm the casual, so I'm like, Rocky, why does that sound familiar? And like, I, got, I, I got the download. Text message <laughs> yeah, Rocky is, Rocky is insane in the midfield. And, woo, like, between our attack and now our midfield being very defensively fit and also very offensively, offensively, minded the combination of that is insanely dangerous like yeah gotham got all these big names big signings but like okay there's also a question of how well they're gonna gel like that part granted it's it's national team 2.0 so like it it is but like national team the amount of times that they get together and they have to like gel yeah um you know for some high intensity (sighs) matches but now you're doing this for an entire season where you got to gel together. So I mean, they're, they're I mean, they're going to be phenomenal still. Yeah. But you know, this team, this team, don't count it out. Don't okay. don't don't sleep on Angel City this season. No. And then moving on, nine defenders. We've got M A Vingola, which Woo-hoo! Vingola we who I forget who came up with it. It wasn't us, but props to you. I think it was Isaac on iHeart. Was it? Ugh. I think so. If it and was, I, I mean, so mad it wasn't us. Yeah. <laughs> or or Andre on. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. It was it was someone cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vanessa Gilles, who is still on loan, but as a loan, she still counts towards both salary cap and player cap. We've got Megan yep. Reed, Paige Nielsen, Ali Riley, Cap. We've got Sarah Gordon, Merritt Mathias, Madison Hammond, and the other Thompson, Giselle. Now, if you've been keeping up with all the numbers that I just read out, 3869, that is a total of 26 players that we have signed contracts for. On currently on the roster and you want to know and I've said it earlier in this podcast I'm pretty sure I did um, <laughs> but you want to know what what, what the uh, uh, roster cap is it's 26 yeah that's it we technically can't sign anybody else and we haven't signed freaking Claire Emsley she does not have a contract I don't want to so, talk about it Okay, couple I couple hot takes, right? Couple hot takes, right? Yeah. All right. Go go with your hot takes, and then I'll come in with my theory because I know they're related. Okay. So, one. Vanessa bounced. She's like, <laughs> like 
peace out, y'all. I want to be in France. I want some wine. I want some cheese. I want to play football out there. <laughs> Love and peace to you, girl. Maybe, like, what, like, I'm trying to figure out why this loan just keeps getting extended. Is it Angel Same. City or is it uh, Leon? Like, yeah, who is like, the party that's not fully committing here? Yeah, I'm really curious because, like, it's very possible that she does want to come back, like, soon. But, so they're keeping that option open. But, like, girl, you're having the time of your life. Just dive in head first, And, like, I'm also curious, too, if they kept the option open in case the, like, sale of the team. Because Michelle Kane. Oh, true, yeah. Is is buying has bought now owns Leon. So like that's a possibility. I have questions. Like as much as I would love to see her on our back line, I don't know where she fits now. Like it was very obvious when she left, like dang it, we're in this big giant hole. Luckily yeah. for us, MA was healthy and yes. was able to come and start playing and basically like turn my world upside down. Um but I'm so curious where Vanessa would fit in this lineup. And that's not to say that she doesn't have talent because she's one of the best defenders in the world. But like, I just have a lot of questions Yes, about that. Yeah. I mean, and I would love another roster spot. <laughs> I mean, I would love if she came back and actually played for us. But yeah. the fact that she's been on loan, what feels like 15 years. <laughs> um <laughs> Like, yeah, and yes, I would love another roster spot. And then the thing that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to be like, don't put the juju out there. But I'd rather keep my expectations low and be happy than be like, this is what's going to happen. And then it completely not come true. Everybody's freaking out that there was no SEI season-ending injury designation next to Kristen Press's name when the training roster came out for preseason. Now, I'm just saying, I hope she's out there. I'm just saying they don't technically have to declare her an SEI till March 13th. Yep. That's, um, I'll listen back to the podcast and see where I said this, but... <clears throat> If I haven't said that yet, the 29th was the day that um, the 40 person, up to 40 person roster needed to be mm -hmm. submitted to the NWSL, including all uh, trainees, uh, invitees, draftees, everybody. And then uh, mid-February, I think. I want to say it's the 13th. Okay. Like it's soon. Or no, no, it's March 13th. I think it's February 26th. Okay, yeah, somewhere in the it, yeah. somewhere in the twenties of of February, the roster needs to be cut down to thirty two, I believe, and that needs to be submitted to the to the NWSL. Um, and then by March thirteenth, three days before the season starts, the final twenty six roster has to be submitted. So, mm -hmm. if press is on an SEI. And they claim her as SEI by the 13th, that's an open roster spot. Yeah. Now, and now, the one and thing she, with SEIs is that you uh -huh. can declare an SEI and then it doesn't have to be the whole season. Yes, she can come back later. She can come back. So, which makes a little rule fudgy situation yeah. happen. Okay, okay, okay. Put your tinfoil <laughs> hat on. This Let's just go. came. This just came to me. Press has already tweeted that she's not up to 100%. She's not at training just yet, right? Right. So she goes SEI. No full contact for her yet. Yeah, no full contact. She goes SEI, does not count towards the 26. Claire gets a contract. Mm -hmm. That was going to be my, yeah. my hopeful situation. Yeah. Summer window, Vanessa gets fully sold. Mm-hmm. And press declares that she gets off the SEI. 
the entire city of Los Angeles would melt, like just explode, full on freakouts. The summer comeback of press. The even if it's a half season revenge tour, please can I have it? <laughs> like, dear listeners, our wonderful, lovely Mario does not know too much of the history of Miss Kristen Press, and don't don't ask me had... about it. <laughs> He's new. He's new. I'm not the Kristen Press walks on water because I don't think she believes that. Is she a fantastic player? Does she have skills I have not seen in other players? Yes, a million percent. Like, we all know, and I think you know too, like, Sebi calling Kristen Press's goal and just being like, Kristen Press, what have you done? Like, it is one of the most wonderfully called goals in all of women's soccer forever. And that goal is dirty. Like, it is just so bonkers insane because what she has learned to do that not a lot of players do is when she is getting ready to kick the ball like towards the goal not just like to pass it she knows how to kick it in stride so she doesn't give away what her plan is and that was like one of the first big moments of that on the big big screen and she is a force to be reckoned with. And I think so many of our newer fans in the angel city fan base, like you didn't get to see that to the capacity. Like I would love to see CP play under Becky. I think it would just be one of the best things that happened for her career. I mean, if you go back to the, to the, like the, the YouTube or whatever, like she's in all of the highlights at the beginning of the season. Right. Yeah. And if rightfully she got so, so she was the big the big signing. But I would love to see her back. And I would love to see like I would like to be brought up to be like this is what this is press. So <laughs> I yeah. hope hopefully tinfoil tinfoil hat predictions come through. Now Absolutely. I'm on board with those tinfoil hat <laughs> predictions. What all of this means in the context of this episode is not so great news for our draftees. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, it's a big you know, time I, bummer. As I said, I'm pretty sure I said this earlier, draftees do not have guaranteed contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, the teams actually have to make a decision within 60 days whether to trade them, w- uh, let them go, or give them a contract within 60 yeah. days of the 22nd because that's when they started it's whenever they start their spring camp yeah so at this point you know i don't know what's happening uh with them i wish them all the best i was hoping that there was a way that they would get that they would get on this team there was a way but it's not looking good yeah like before the Rocky signing, I was like, oh, I think Felicia's going to make the team. Or one of the others. Like, doesn't matter who. Just like, okay, we got one. Yeah. The second the Rocky signing was announced, I was like, never mind. Like, nope, that's not happening. We might get but, to see them in an Angel City kit at Golchella, you know, mm-hmm. the Coachella Valley Invitational. But that might be the only time. Yeah. And I hope that they're kept on the practice squad. I don't know what the pay is for that and, like, what the situation is around that. It's kind of vague and hidden. We'll see Um, if we can ask and figure out what practice squad means as far as, like, being a player. Like, like are you just doing it for the love of the game? Like, you know, (laughs) like, you got to be paid, right? So hopefully, hopefully that makes sense and, you know, or hopefully they get a chance to get trade it and actually play for another team right yeah i i wish these three the best like they're so it looks like they're having a blast out there yeah in in thousand oaks and like it's such a bummer and we recently talked about this on an interview episode that's coming up but it's like there's only so many spots and with league expansion we get more spots but it's still not enough there are so many qualified amazing players in this country and it's it's not enough we could have 20 teams and we would still be overflowing with players yeah that could play at the professional level 
And that's the thing that like, I think a lot of people forget is that women play differently than men. Their career trajectory is different and we don't know the ceiling for that yet. Like Krieg's just retired at 40. 41, whatever it yeah. was. Like, Although I like, was I was listening to something earlier that was like, it, it's mainly because a lot of players do start their career later. Now mm-hmm. with the way things are signing, I mean, we have a 16-year-old. Yeah. You know? Um, there's there's a handful of them in the league, right? There's a, mm-hmm. there's more than a handful of under 18s. Um, so with it's players, curious. with players coming in at a younger age and playing at a high level at a younger age, are they going to have, are they going to have careers that have lasted as long as some of the players currently? Yeah, I honestly think so because, like, you look at Casey Fair; she's playing. She's been playing professionally in South Korea, but the thing is, is that she's not on her high school team, a club team, another team. You know, like another local team. She's not playing every single day for three different clubs. She's playing for country and club, and that's it. Yeah. And you're actually playing less by doing that so i i don't know i don't know what the ceiling is there's a a lot to be said but the last like week and a half for angel city news breaking has been absolutely bonkers my head's been spinning um we unfortunately also said goodbye to our beloved simone charlie and i think it broke everybody's heart um free agency is something that is incredibly important to leagues in general because people are allowed to find ways to play where they want to play and it's not necessarily because she didn't want to stay in LA but I have a feeling she wanted to be a lot closer to family and like a lot of family I believe lives in the southern states and in in the Caribbeans I oh I think I don't remember I think she's Barbados I don't remember but like she's visiting her grandmother on some island over the the break and it's like yeah go be closer to them yeah you know we lost danny weatherhold as well to north carolina i blame tyler lucy richie knows <laughs> i texted him because he loves tyler lucy i'm like this is your fault talk to your girl um but we lose two major players but we signed messiah bright who again requested the trade because of personal reasons so yeah. i hope she's doing all right yeah and i hope being out here is is good for her but, like, free agency, Rocky came down. Like, these women who have been playing in this league for years are finally getting the opportunity to have a decision in where they play and have a choice. And that's, like, as hard as it is to watch them walk away from our team, at least they are, like they can. Yeah. I mean, walk away or run in the wrong direction on the beach you know they can they're they're allowed to they can do that <laughs> or savannah mccaskill will never live that down we're like you're running north just yeah. everybody being like you're running the wrong direction what stop it <laughs> okay so that was our update that we needed to pop in we just needed to clarify everything or else everything we would have said in this <laughs> podcast would have been wrong um <laughs> we're probably going to go in a deeper dive uh the week we have a we we have a ACFC 2024 breakdown looking forward towards the the season um, a week before the season starts for us. So keep an eye out for that. We'll probably go a little bit more in depth and you know what? We might have more updates to all of this. Mm, I mean, I don't know how, but there will be that we'll get surprised. So now back to the regularly recorded podcast. Bye. Bye. With that said, we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up, and we kind of just want to give you guys a little little dabble, a little precursor for what's happening. We're doing, quietly in the background right now, a whole bunch of interviews, talking to every supporter group rep that we can get our hands on, folks in the FO. Like, we want you, if you are not already involved with supporter groups, to get involved with them. It's just good. It's good for the game. It's good for the team. It's good for you. It's good for everybody. 
So we've got a whole bunch, like a whole series of those coming up. We hopefully depend on this stupid freaking ambiguous schedule that exists in the ether right now. <laughs> we will have a match preview for every regular season, postseason, preseason, whatever match we get. We'll hook you guys up as best we can. We were joking the other day that most likely there will be some solo pods of just like, hey, so Angela can't make it because of this. Mario can't <laughs> make it because of this. We're recording seven episodes this week. Like just something bonkers and just popping in wherever we can. We just want to make sure we get the information out there because we know how helpful it can be. So match previews, supporter group and interviews and, and overviews, Olympic coverage, like you get to listen to us instead of Bob Costas. Like, be so <laughs> pumped about this. I'm very excited about the Olympics. I mean, we started the pod mid-season. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we did two episodes, and then we're going to take, like, a long <laughs> break because of the World Cup. And we're like, nah. nah we're doing World Cup coverage. <laughs> so, you know what? We're going to keep that going and doing Olympic coverage. Yeah. Longest season in NWSL history and Olympic coverage. Oh, and the NWSL has announced that they are going to have a tournament for the folks who are still here during the Olympics. So there's going to be some kind of little in-season shenanigans. We don't know what it is, but we got you. And like I said, we've got other interviews, hopefully, that are going to be panning out. Jackie from Women Kickballs. I almost called her by a nickname that we created for her at the draft, and I'm not going to do that to her <laughs> because I want her to stay my friend. <laughs> but she's she's super pumped to be on the podcast. We might do like a little switcheroo where she comes on here, we go on there, whatever. She's just absolutely great. She's doing a lot for women's sports media right now. And I believe truly in my heart of hearts that she's the future of stuff like this. We've got... Another podcaster that I'm really excited to learn more about and talk to that we're talking to this weekend. Hopefully, one of our iHeart announcers, if we can get our schedules to meet up. Like, I'm just so excited for the stuff we're doing because it's like, like, I'm currently living the dream. It's like it's, I am living for like 17 year old Angela's dream. And I did not realize that until right now. Stuff, stuff is becoming real. And very, yeah. very, very real. Like, we just. I I texted Mario from the draft going we need more stickers like oh, immediately and they're coming they I just got <laughs> I just got the shipment I saw notification the <laughs> Yeah like I'm pumped get ready we have stuff speaking of we are in the mix of or in the midst of creating and designing merch merch and more merch but like tastefully not aggressively so it'll be a slow little dribble of merch coming in we've got a really cool season starter that i just really want the schedule to go yeah as so soon as the, as soon it. as the schedule is done like we can release it but yeah yeah but very really truly thank you thank you thank you like thanks for listening thanks for following us thanks for supporting us thanks for promoting us like Mario said, we started this thing mid-season last year on a like a hope and a prayer that conversation started via slack the weekend I graduated from grad school while I'm sitting in PNC park at a pirates blue Jays baseball game, like the worst baseball game I've ever seen it with my eyes. It was shenanigans, <laughs> but I'm sitting there and like he and I are having this conversation. He's like, Oh, you should totally do this. Why don't you do it with me? No, I won't. I don't want to listen to my voice. Yeah. But you, it was, you agreed that this was a good idea. So let's do it together. <laughs> we had never met in person. And next thing you know, like we're fast friends family basically and yeah. we're just ecstatic to be here so and we love everybody we love hearing from all of you all the messages all the yes. answers to our silly questions on <laughs> on instagram and we like to joke that like you know we're we're getting messages from essentially strangers you know yeah. not not our own family <laughs> but that's what makes this thing fun and exciting and you know we like to think that you know when you message us you're not strangers anymore and i get to meet some we get to meet some of you Mm -hmm. in stadium before the game sometimes i've given some people stickers you know their oh their name escapes me at the moment but someone won is my tickets zach? i feel like it's a zach i zach, don't know zach, zach is one of them is but it like zach? No, okay. no but someone else won my tickets um oh right right because you know Anthony? what's that oh my god it, feels, uh, it was a hundred years ago <laughs> it does feel like it's a hundred years ago and we're doing a lot of this on the on off the cuff so <laughs> thank you and we're just 
we're going to be doing this as long as it's fun for us. And hopefully it's fun for you guys too. And y'all enjoy it. So thank you. If you like this and you're here, hit the subscribe button. You know the, the drill. Apple, YouTube, Spotify, all those places. Check out casualfc.com for all the pod links. Share casualfc.com for, with someone and they'll get all the pod links. Follow our socials at casualfcpod on Instagram, Twitter, threads, and TikTok. Mostly Instagram, but you know we up, we update the other ones as, as much as possible. Again, sharing is caring. Tell a friend <laughs> about it. It brings good luck. We hold on to that luck and we're going to send it off to the team as soon as the season starts so <laughs> so keep keep sending it over and then you know if you ever feel inclined and some of you have and i honestly truly we both from the deepest part of our hearts appreciate mm -hmm. the ones that have bought us coffees if you want to help support the pod by buying us a coffee check out our link on our socials or go to buymeacoffee.com slash casual fc pod we actually almost have enough saved for one actual coffee. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I I think it's more the I think it's more the gesture of oh, of the fact that you guys support it so much that you'd actually throw us a buck, and mm -hmm. that means a whole ton. So yeah, guys, thank you, and can't wait till we get more into it. Yeah, fingers crossed we get press passes. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. 2024 year of the press passes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye.